0: Welcome to Fables and Fairy Tales, where this week the story is the Golden Wand. The story was written by me, and it's based on a folk tale from Europe. Here to read it to you, it is I your storyteller chip cahoon this is part two with more for the woodcutter to do if you missed everything before today catch up at fablespodcast.co.uk but if the story is with you then let us continue After agreeing not to chop the apple tree or the horse chestnut tree, the woodcutter set off in search of another tree to chop. As he walked away from the horse chestnut tree, though, he said to himself, ''Whatever happens, I must chop down the next tree I find. I have to. It's my job. I need to chop down trees to make some chairs to sell for money to buy some food, so I can eat. Everyone needs to eat, don't they?'' If I don't chop down a tree today, I could starve and die. At last, the woodcutter came to a willow tree down by the river. He raised his axe. Please don't chop me down, the willow tree cried. This time, the woodcutter wasn't at all surprised to hear the tree talk. He sighed, leaned on his axe and said, Go on then, tell me. Why are you so important? I'm the most important tree here, the willow tree said. My roots hold the riverbank together. If you chop me down, the river upstream could flood and many animals could lose their homes or die. Not only that, but the river downstream could dry up and then many animals would go thirsty and die. The woodcutter thought about this. He thought about it hard. The willow tree did sound very important. But he needed to chop down a tree. It was his job. He needed to chop down trees to make some chairs to sell for money to buy some food, so he could eat. He was so desperate to eat. Even so... The woodcutter decided that the willow tree had been very convincing and he didn't like the idea of causing lots of animals to die. So he slung his axe back over his shoulder and was about to head home with a very hungry belly when suddenly a fairy appeared in front of him. The fairy said, I am the spirit of the forest, and I am pleased to see how kindly you have treated my trees. So I would like to reward you. Here, take this golden wand. Here she presented him with a long stick of solid gold. And anything you ask for shall be given to you. The woodcutter's mouth hung wide open. From the moment the fairy put the wand in his hands, he stood still and stared at it. He hadn't heard anything the fairy had said after the word golden. His mind was too busy thinking of what he could do with that gold. After all, if he sold the gold, he'd make loads of money. Then he wouldn't have to work for ages. By the time he thought to look up and say, ''Thank you!'' The fairy had already gone. With a big grin, the woodcutter set off home. It wasn't long though until his tummy began to rumble. He hadn't eaten anything since breakfast and it had been a long day. So he said out loud, I wish I had a nice big tasty sandwich to eat. Suddenly, the golden wand began to vibrate in his hands. As the woodcutter watched in amazement, a huge swarm of bees arrived, carrying grain. In no time at all, they mixed the grain into two thick slices of bread, then spread a thick layer of honey between them. Finally, they carefully placed the honey sandwich on the woodcutter's empty hand, and every last one of them buzzed away. Now the woodcutter looked at the wand with fresh wonder, and his grin got wider. He held the wand up and said, I wish I had a beautiful suit to wear. Again, the golden wand began to vibrate in his hands. As the woodcutter watched in astonishment, silkworms and spiders crawled out of the ground and swarmed all over him. They spun and wove their thread until he was clothed in a fine, shining, silver suit. Afterwards, the bugs swiftly slithered away. The woodcutter looked down at himself and felt very proud. He had never been able to afford nice clothes before. All his money needed to go on food. But now he looked ever so handsome. He looked at the magic golden staff in his hands. It seemed to give him whatever he asked for. Now his grin was the widest it had ever been. What else could he ask for? He rushed back to his tiny little hovel of a home by the lake wasn't much more than a shed, really, with windows, a stove for boiling his kettle, and a rug to sleep on. The woodcutter held up the rod and said, I wish I had a mansion to live in. Again the golden mitre began to vibrate in his hands. The woodcutter watched in excited disbelief as long lines of ants carried rocks and gemstones from deep in the earth. Birds flew in with scraps of expensive metals like gold and silver, and beavers popped over from the river to cut and position wooden beams to hold everything up. Afterwards the creatures scuttled, flapped or lolloped away. In no time at all, the woodcutter was admiring a palace fit for a prince, and smiling with the satisfaction of knowing it was all for him. Now his grin was the widest it could go. If he had sold the wand for gold, he would have needed to take care that no one stole his money. But with this golden wand, he need never work or worry again. He looked at his mansion and was satisfied, he felt like a rich man. He looked down at his new suit and was chuffed, he looked like a wealthy man, but then he frowned. was part 2 of the golden wand. And to find out what the woodcutter is going to do with the wand next, make sure you're subscribed to this podcast for tomorrow's episode. And if you're enjoying the story so far, please could you do a little thing for me? Please just take a few moments to write a short review of this podcast on your podcast player. Your reviews help other people to know the fun that can be enjoyed inside this podcast, which means you'll be helping us to spread that fun even further. Just look for a button on your podcast player that says review or maybe comment. Tap that and type away. Or perhaps your podcast player lets you rate this podcast with a heart or a star or maybe even many stars. Please do whatever you can to show everyone how much you enjoy this podcast thank you ever so much right now though it only remains for me to say cheerio and i hope to hear your story soon so cheerio and i hope to hear your story soon